Racing Nation with James O'Shea. We thank you to you, Clint, out in Fairview Stud. Joining me on the program now to have a look at this big meeting from Eagle Farm. He's from the BRC and Sky Racing. Nathan Exelby, how are you? Very well, thank you, mate. Yourself? Yes, very well. As we uh, move towards the spring, and you can see that with some of the races uh, that we see, particularly from Caulfield, and there is a distinct Queensland flavour, the O'Day Hoisted Stable in particular. A horse that we've seen create quite an impression. I refer to Uncommon James, head south. Yeah, well, he's obviously created an impression given the price they've gone up about him. It's Absolutely. quite extraordinary. Uh, they've got three runners there, O'Day Hoisted. They've peppered the stumps. Scalapini second, shooting for gold third last week. Uh, the three runners, she's got the boom. Uh, she runs in the Quisette. I think she needs to make a decent amount of improvement. Um, but they can do that from, from two to three. So she's an interesting runner there. Um, then they've got Scalapini, who's right in the market for the Group 2 Lawrence. Um, I guess his hopes sort of just depend on, on whereabouts some of his rivals are at. He's probably they're hoping to catch them at the right time with, with race fitness on side. Um, but, you know, we've seen him there at Caulfield. He ran well. But, um, yeah, he's a real excitement machine, Uncommon James. He takes on... Group 1 Goodwood winner, a few other handy ones, and um, they put up $2.50. So um, fascinating um, uh, fascinating market, but uh, from a Queensland point of view, hopefully they've, they've got it right. Were you surprised by that, though, that market? Yeah, I was sort of thinking, you know, we'd get $5 or so and, um, and have a decent crack at him, but um, I, I suspect you'll get better tomorrow, just looking at a couple of different sets of ratings. I mean, he's right there, so he's entitled to be um, at the top of the market. Um, they haven't missed him in, in, in his numbers, so but two dollars fifty is nice and skinny. So fingers crossed for a little bit better. All the best to the Sunshine State representatives down there, and let's hope it is. I'm sure it will be the continuation of a number that we have that will feature as we move towards uh, the Briggs Spring Riches. Let's have a look closer to home. Eagle Farm has a big nine race card. Let's have a look at that meeting. As always, we'll go through the quaddy legs six, seven, eight, and nine. We kick it off in the six. The BRC membership twenty two, twenty three. No Metro wins handicap over the thousand metres. Big field to go around here, and, and again another one. Uh, scratchings will play a part with a number of emergencies. But at this stage, what's your thoughts for the opening leg of the quad? Dead set shocker. Um, you've got 20 acceptors, only 12 will run. I'm just not sure why we keep doing this. It just forces more scratchings and we end up with less than a capacity field in the end. But that seems to be the policy. Um, Impossible race to assess um, before scratchings come out. You just make assumptions here that you know, a horse like Never Paid won't run. You know, they've, they've got him favourite in the early market. Um, you know, no rider declared Barrier 18, Kelly Sweeter. Like the, the, the assumption is it just won't run, but you, you can't bet into the race because you're looking at then you know, 20 cent deductions for him coming out. Um, so based on the ones we think will go there, seven mischief managed I've got on top. I was kind of hoping that she'd be better value given that she went like a cart horse first up. But that was a hot race, a hot class six. She now comes back to a pretty average or very average no metro with only 52 kilos to carry for Angela Jones. I can see her getting into a reasonable spot based on what she's done previously, like a length of Gowanji last preparation and then ran pretty quick time winning over this Eagle Farm 1,000 metres off the back of that. Um, she's well-placed if she's um, got 
the will to win, and uh, there wasn't a whole lot of will there first up. But mm. she was just never never comfortable, run off her legs in a, in a hotter race, something back in class. Put her on top of 12 Laprise, uh, was okay in a race where the winner ran quick time. So I think she races well again from a mid-draw. And it looked giving a chance to like number 20 dynamic duo. Well, he needs eight scratchings to, to get a start. Um, and 16 G by pride still needs a couple more to get in as well. So pretty ugly. And I'm not deviating much from the market there. Seven and 12 and they 20 and 16 next best. But yeah, no, absolutely follow those, uh, those final scratchings. It's a hard one to follow. Sheila Bay, you know, if it's coming, asking for a friend. <laughs> Ran well, didn't no it? No jockey. No jockey engaged. Or anything. Well, it's in the field because obviously as first. Yeah, well, it ran it ran well in the same race as, as Mischief managed. Yeah. Um, ran on okay. The barrier looks a bit kind of sticky, so whether they sort of think oh, we're not going to come from here, but but this is what happens when you have twenty runners. Like they've only accepted you know, twelve or fourteen, and then draws nine. They say, oh, well, we'll roll the dice. So um, yeah, it's fr- it's frustrating, but that's the way it is. Yep, interesting race there to kick off the quaddy, a tough one. Let's go to the seventh end, the Country Music Race Day, 10th of September. It's a Class 6 handicap. This one over the 1,200 metres. One early scratching we do know is Festival Prince. It'll go around in the lucky last. Yeah, Toowoomba flavour here. He was terrific legal esprit first up. Um, had the big weight against his own age there at Doom and heavy ground, but he was too good. So he, he, he was thereabouts last preparation without winning. Um, this time he's kicked off on the right note and he should have a really good prep. He's just drawn to get a lovely run here in behind them. Um, there'll be decent speed from our wide and shiny frauds to come across. Acrobatic if he goes to the post. Um, I think yeah, he just looks well placed to, to win again. I've made Mayor Bay the danger. This, this guy is, um, Different horse this time around, stiff as a board first up. They found him uh, second up at Doombin on the wet track and he was far too good for them. Unknown Eagle Farm, but he's in a rich vein of form. So I think one of the two will win. Five smart images, the knockout. We've seen him do one spectacular thing here in, in southeast Queensland when he won at Doombin back in March. That was off the back of a luckless first up run at Toowoomba. And subsequent to that, he was far less dynamic in, in two runs. So what do you get with him? Is he a first upper? He's one, two from four first up. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's third pick. I think one of those three wins, preference to the other two and safe work. Uh, we'll go better on a firmer track. In, I'll say firmer track. It is meant to rain here, but Eagle Farm won't get too wet. Um, he just doesn't go on the wet tracks and uh, didn't finish off last time. But I think one, ten or five wins. We go to the eighth. It is the Sky Racing Open Handicap. This one over the mile. Yeah, I get it down to two hopes here. Four Puntura, three Batiga. We talked about Vertiga. He had no option but to win that race um, with 53 kilos when he should have had 60-odd um, in the under the plate conditions. He did it. It wasn't spectacular, but he was first up at a mile and now gets to an open handicap, and he's, he is weighted correctly at 57.5. So based on that, I'm happy to back Puntura to beat him. I have been a stickler for Eagle Farm performance, um, deviating here. He's had two goes, beaten 11 lengths behind Ayrton and just under 12 behind Apache Chase. That's his two attempts at Eagle Farm. But that was back when he wasn't breeding properly. I just feel like you're looking at an entirely different horse this time around. And um, I know Easy Far gets a weight swing on him, but to me, he, he had the wood on her last time. So Pantura to beat Batiga, Easy Far next best. 
We go to the lucky last. It is the Gallup Sports Club. Benchmark 75. This one is over the 1500. And again, here, big field engaged. A number of emergencies. So, again, that little caveat. Check final scratchings before placing your bets. But, but, but with what we look at now, what's your thoughts? Again, on all over the Darling Downs form here, um, to me, there's two betting possibilities here. Ken Chatty Lady and 8 Festival Prince. Uh, Chatty Lady's been a bit of a revelation. She was rolled there at Toowoomba in 58 grade, over 1,100, but obviously wanted more ground. Got to the 13.50 at Doombin when it was good, beating her own age and sex. Then took on the boys at Eagle Farm. She was hardly dealt favours there. She was just struggling to find runs in the straight, yet when she got out, she really lengthened nicely at the end, and you'd think 1,500, no issues, based on the way she finished off. So that's her. <coughs> Eight Festival Prince, he couldn't match the acceleration of Go Wanji last time, but he worked to the line pretty well. Um, you look at his breeding and you think, yeah, he'll he'll lap up 1500. But then last prep, I thought he disappointed at the trip. So um, that's that's the issue with him. But uh, the way he races, you just think he has to has to get that trip, and just maybe you know things weren't quite in order that day. So um, you know, he's in good shape this time around. Just the one blemish on a, on a heavy track, but the the two runs either side have been good, and he won first up at Toowoomba. So Ten or eight for me in the last, mate. All right, that's your thoughts on the quaddy legs. What is the best bet on the card? Go Legal Esprit, race seven, number one. Uh, in terms of a value, it's not a day where I sort of found a whole lot of, of horses to wanting to be chiming into it at bigger odds. So we'll make a value play the Cornella, the Puntura, Batiga, Cornella in race eight. Race eight, no, no, so we can have the uh, the multi there or the Quinella, as you said there, with with those two. All right, that's your thoughts on racing at Eagle Farm. So big nine races ahead of us. Looking forward to it, Nathan. As always, thank you for joining us on the program, and hopefully we've helped the punters find a few winners. Fingers crossed, mate. You're listening to Racing Nation with James O'Shea. 